Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. You've got your wine. Yeah, I like my wine. You're all set. Yep. You might screw up a couple of words. I always screw up a couple of words. Even and when it, there's no wine involved. Y- yes, exactly. All right. Well, let's see. What's going on in the Disney Parks blog? Um, they have some news about what's going on for the holidays and including Disney Plus and Disneyland Resort and Disney World. That's right. You can experience Disney Plus holiday magic in the Disney parks. Uh, you can get over in California the Santa Claus's uh, uh, Santa Claus Mrs. Claus hot cocoa macaron, uh, which is a macaron with a, a Santa Claus's logo on it. Uh, so lame. you have cookies based on TV shows or, okay. or streaming shows. Uh, there's also in the downtown Disney district, a photo opportunity. It's a decorative piece uh, and it welcomes you to the North Pole. It, of course, is themed from the Santa Clauses. So you can take a picture with that. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout has a holiday twist. Uh, and you can, you know, that's just to remind you that you can watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which was actually quite funny. Yeah, no, it was good. Yes. I liked it. Uh, and then over at the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, you can, uh, let's see, you can see the, uh, uh, well, a version of Santa's sleigh inspired by the Santa Clauses. And one of the actual suits that Tim Allen wore is on display um, at uh, Disney Springs. So, of course, uh, you want to check out that cookie? No, it's not a cookie. It's a little cake from Emirates Patisserie. Oh, nice. It is a petite cake inspired by the Santa Clauses. It's a chocolate chip cookie cake with vanilla mousse and chocolate chiffon cake that looks like Santa's torso. Yeah, it's uh, it's covered in fondant, and it's they on top, there's a tiny little cup of milk and three tiny little chocolate chip cookies. It's adorable. I'll bet you that little cup of milk is the vanilla mousse. What? No, it's on the inside. No. I don't think right. so. So those are just some of the ways they've incorporated Disney Plus into the holidays around the parks. Oh, I get it. I was going to say you missed the Disney Plus part. No, that was the whole Disney Plus part. They've I incorporated it into the parks. All Have right. more wine. I told you it's not the wine. <laughs> All right. Um, Disney is great with its donations, and they have collected for a Toy drive. I don't think it's Toys for Tots, right? It is Toys for Tots. It is Toys for Tots. Um, They've delivered 75,000 toys to children in need. That's right. Uh, And this was on Good Morning America uh, as part of Giving Tuesday. This is the company's 75th year collaborating with the Marines Toys for Tots program. Uh, And as Cheryl mentioned, they did donate. uh, They announced 75,000 toys, uh, but they have given over 100,000 toys so far this holiday season. Um, so you can actually uh, contribute to the drive by purchasing a toy and donating it online through Shop Disney. Uh, or you can donate at Disney Store or Disney Store outlet locations. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. A lot of the original Toys for Tots uh, artwork was done by uh, Walt Disney Animation. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, in Disney Cruise Line news, um, incredible entertainment awaits Disney Cruise Line guests on Pixar Day at Sea. That's right. On uh, the Disney Fantasy beginning January 7th, there will be nine seven-night sailings that are dedicated to the uh, Pixar cruises. So if you want to enjoy a Pixar Day at Sea and see a lot of your characters from Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, Inside Out, Coco, Remy, Up, Finding Nemo, Uh, And Monsters, Inc., which I think I already mentioned, uh, you can uh, look into this cruise. Uh, They have an incredible deck party. 
uh, which is hosted by Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, as well as their friend Frozone. Uh, and then there are some family offerings like Dory's Memory Game, an Inside Out Game Show. Uh, you can play Sarge Says, which is hosted by the Green Army Patrol, and uh, all sorts of fun ways to celebrate Pixar. So uh, if you're interested, you can book a Disney cruise that has one of those Pixar Day at Sea sailings. Through Tony yes. at Main Street and More Travel. That's right. Okay. Um, Disney Conservation has granted... Mm, nope. Let's try this again. I don't think I'm going to put the emphasis on the, on the right how, part. How, how about this? Disney Conservation grants uh, 20... Uh, have given have gone to twenty five countries. Okay, okay. This year. Here's here's how it here's how it reads. Disney conservation grants to benefit communities and wildlife in twenty five countries. So there's no comma. Disney conservation grants to benefit communities and wildlife in twenty five countries. Or Disney conservation provides grants. There you go. There's the word that's missing. Provides grants to benefit communities. You know what they need? What? A good editor or copy reader. I guess so. They're headlines, and so they're not written like they're supposed to be, like, read out loud. So, Gotcha. Uh, this year, uh, Disney has committed to giving more than $120 million through the Disney Conservation Fund. Uh, they have awarded grants to 43 nonprofit organizations across 25 countries and will help protect more than 60 species this year. Uh, so Disney, with their commitment to conservation, is getting it done. I would also like to point out... That if we actually edited the show, these are the things we could edit out. Yes, but then it wouldn't be as much fun. <laughs> right. I'm sure everyone enjoys all my mishaps. All right. So that's all from the Parks blog. So let's head over to California. Okay. Um, the Indiana Jones Adventure Attraction is going to be closing for a multi-month refurbishment at Disneyland. That's right. The Indiana Jones Adventure will be closing on January 9th of 2023. It is a lengthy refurbishment, and they do not have a reopening date. They only say it will be returning in spring of 2023. Um, the ride needs a lot of tender, loving care. There have been some issues with a lot of the animatronics and components of the ride. However, there is rumor that uh, they may be incorporating some new elements from Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, um, which is going to be debuting in June of do you think 2023. Do you think they're going to wait to see how it does? No, I think if they're going to do it, they will do it uh, during the shutdown. Okay. It gives them a good couple of months. All right. Um, there is a rumor that Baymax is going to be flying over Sleeping Beauty Castle in a new Wondrous Joy Wondrous Journeys Fireworks Spectacular at Disneyland. That's right. This is a new show coming for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. And rumor has it that we're going to get a flyover by Baymax. Um, so we'll have to see uh, what, what happens. Uh, this is replacing Disneyland Forever, which has been at the park since 2015. And it was part of the resort's 60th anniversary. So uh, we'll see if Baymax flies. I would really it like to see fun. that. I mean, we've seen Tinkerbell fly, but she's so petite. Right. Baymax is not petite. He is not petite. <laughs> He's not graceful. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Um, the Monsters Incorporated Mike and Sully to the Rescue Attraction um, has is having its facade repainted, and the characters are scarier than ever. Ooh. Actually, um, it's already, the painting's been done. The ride has just reopened. Ah, and the characters are scarier yes, than ever. Yes, it, it was closed for a refurb, uh, fresh coat of paint, and... Um, yeah, a lot of stuff does look different. The the monsters at the uh, entrance do look a little scarier, but I, I think it's a lot of just the uh, angle. Um, Mike and Sully aren't really that scary. No, they're not. So uh, if you're going to ride that, uh, you can check out the new paint. Super fun ride. It is. 
It's not too technological, but no, it's just like a it's like a it's dark a classic ride. Classic dark ride. It's, it's yeah. great though. All right, so let's head on over to Florida. Okay, um, Run Disney volunteers are outraged as Disney reduces the ticket gift to a half day only. That's right. You know, Disney, when they do their Run Disney events, they count on volunteers to keep runners on the course, to do the sign-ins. Uh, you know, there's a large volunteer uh, staff. And uh, Disney has changed uh, their gift, their volunteer gift, from a single-day park ticket to a half-day ticket. What, is, what even is a half-day ticket? Uh, I believe it lets them in after, uh, uh, after 1 p.m. Not until 1 o'clock. Yeah, so you Super can't get a morning weird. in. Um, it, normally, Disney would mail out full day one full-day ticket to each volunteer within 60 days of the conclusion of the race. However, this year, they're handing them out as they were leaving the event. So I guess if you don't know they're being handed out... Yeah, you're also screwed. Uh, you're also out of luck. Uh, so, um, you know, it, it's kind of a fun thing to do behind the scenes and I guess you might as well get rewarded for it and, uh, they're outraged. So I, I think there may be some strongly worded letters. <laughs> On another note related to that, I yes. would love if they sold half day tickets. Yeah. Well, they used, to, they used to do the Epcot yeah, after tickets a certain at time. Epcot after dark yeah. at 4 PM. That was great. Yeah. Um, oh, so big story. Yes. Uh, phone photography is no longer allowed on Space Mountain. Okay. So uh, any handheld phone or handheld video camera are no longer allowed. So I got to wear my GoPro on my head? Or on your chest. They do have a chest strap for it. Um, but people are wondering if this is the first step of doing what some of the Asian parks have done, and that is uh, outlawing vlogging. Because uh, there are these people who go into the parks, and they will live stream from the parks for 8, 10 hours a day. Uh, and overseas, they have outlawed uh, people from vlogging. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, this may be the first step of banning uh, recording devices or streaming devices in the parks. That would be interesting. How I mean, it could just be because people keep losing their phones. It could be. We'll see. It could be. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I get that, but it seems very controlling. I don't know how that would go over. Oh, Disney controlling? Never. <laughs> And it doesn't matter how things go over, apparently, right? Right. All right. Some flags with toothpick poles have been added to the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant at Hollywood Studios. Flags with toothpick poles. So at the top of the restaurant, uh, Andy has made little flags and right. put them in with toothpicks. I see. Because don't forget, Toy Story Land is right. supposed to be Andy's backyard. Mm -hmm. And this new restaurant, which already has some toy lanterns. Hung up uh, now has these handmade flags that Andy has done, and they're adorable. They are cute. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going to open first. It seems like between this and Moana, uh, Moana's attraction, the Journey of Water. I would think the barbecue restaurant's going to open first. Well, we've been hearing about the barbecue I know, restaurant years. forever. It, it was announced in 2019. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it looks like it will open at some point this year. <laughs> Yeah, well, once they get all the uh, the actual building put together, then they still have to worry about, um, you know, getting the cooking. Um, Kitchen? Yes. But appliances. The cooking, appliances. All, the, yeah, all the appliances and stuff and, and staffing the people to work there. And who right. knows? Yeah, I, I don't know which one will I think first. we're still a couple months away, though. All right. Um, there is a rumor that an Avatar The Way of Water Tree of Life Awakening show is going to be coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's right. Uh, the rumor is that they're going to be getting a new sequence as part of the Tree of Life Awakening show. 
And uh, this new uh, projection sequence is going to be incorporated into the present show, and it will coincide with the release of Avatar The Way of Water, uh, which, of course, is the sequel to the 2009 film Avatar. Uh, and I believe that film opens on December 16th. Uh, so right now there are two shows. Uh, there is the Tree of Life Awakenings and the Tree of Life Awakenings Holiday Edition. Uh, that begins after dark and occurs every 10 minutes until the park closes. Each show is only three minutes long, um, but they're they're actually fun watching the I animals love those. come to life on yeah. the uh, yeah, Tree no, those of are Life. Great. It's one of the, they haven't been able to really have a successful nighttime show mm -hmm. at um, at Animal Kingdom. So these aren't long, uh, and they're not like I don't think they're even at set times. But when you walk by and it's happening, it's it's great to, well, it's to every, stop and watch every ten minutes. Oh, this one is every ten yeah. minutes. But I mean, yeah, even so, right? It can be the whole night long. Like you don't right. have to you don't have to schedule. Right. No, time you don't to have to like try to grab a seat. And right. Make sure your view is there. I mean, I watched it as I was walking right. from, uh, you know. Egypt, uh, from Africa over to uh, Egypt. I was uh, <laughs> from Africa to to I don't know Asia, wherever. Okay. Um, speaking of Avatar, there is going to be a new cocktail and some other menu items that are going to be coming to the Animal Kingdom Lodge that are uh, themed to Avatar: The Way of Water. Uh, well, just the cocktail is themed to Way of Water. Oh. Um, a lot of the other items are more uh, African themed since the. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge is African-themed. Uh, but over in the Maji Pool Bar, they're getting a shrimp bakuli, which is a shrimp bowl uh, with basmati rice. They're getting a multi-green tabbouleh, which is plant-based, uh, spiced pork nachos, and a short rib grilled cheese, uh, which does sound good. Uh, at the Mara, they're getting a new marinated sun-dried tomato and herb ricotta flatbread. Uh, they're also getting a chermoula spiced shrimp bowl and an oak grilled uh, chicken bowl with marinated chicken thighs and a South African vegetable bowl, which is plant-based. Over at Jico, the cooking place, they are getting a new sweet potato, sweet, sweet potato ground nut soup. It's a ground nut. Uh, they're nuts on the ground. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the Avatar The Way of Water cocktail is debuting. That's going to be available at Boma, Flavors of Africa, Sanaa, and the Victoria Falls Lounge beginning de December 16th. It's African Star Rum, Bacardi Raspberry Rum, Balls Blue Curacao, and Lemonade garnished with a glowing lotus flower and mint. I like the lotus flower. Yeah, well, they probably charge you extra for that because <laughs> it's like a light-up uh, toy. Sure they do. Okay. Um, Disney Cruise Line has shortened the refund window for guests who test positive for COVID-19. That's right. Their current policy through December 9th is if you uh, you have a 14-day flexible refund policy if you need to if you test positive for COVID. Uh, beginning December 9th, for cruises booked on or after December 9th, that uh, that rate goes to 10 days of your sale date. So I mean, really, you're just moving from 14 days to 10 days. It's still, I feel like, very generous that they'll. Um, give you a full yes. refund or let you reschedule. Yes. So, um, and I'm not, do you, do you have, to, I don't think you even have to prove that you tested positive. Uh, I don't believe so. You just have to call in and let them know. Uh, travel insurance and cancellation fees may be imposed by third party suppliers uh, and including airlines. Those are not refundable. Uh, guests cannot change their reservation back to the original sale date after taking advantage of this policy. Uh, your new sale date is subject to availability. And if an offer was used to book the original sale date, it may not be available or applicable to the new sale date, and there are blockout dates. Um, so just uh, be aware of that. 
Uh, if you do get COVID once you're on board, you will be subject to mandatory quarantine, but you will receive a prorated voucher for future cruises or a prorated cruise refund. Hmm. Okay. How about some entertainment news? All right. Um, Daredevil on Disney Plus, uh, the series, is going to be adding Sandrine Holt. Yes. And Margarita Le- Leviva. Leviva to the That's cast. That's right. Uh, so right now, the only people that we know are in the cast are Charlie Cox, who plays Matt Murdock in Daredevil, and Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Kingpin. Uh, and Michael Gandolfini has been uh, was previously announced as well. Uh, so they did announce these two new cast members. Um, Ms. Holt, uh, I guess, comes from American Gigolo and Better Call Saul. And Miss Laviva was on The Deuce, which is an HBO show. She was also on Revenge on ABC uh, and films Adventureland and The Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, so the new Daredevil, uh, Daredevil Born Again, is going to debut in 2024. I believe it's going to be an 18-episode first season, which is pretty long. Uh, and the one thing that uh, concerns me is that they have not yet added either Deborah Ann Wall, who played Karen Page, or Eldon Henson, who played Foggy Nelson. Um, I think those two characters, you know, they're kind of integral to the Daredevil story, uh, and I thought they really worked well together uh, as far as the, uh, the the show went. Okay. What are your thoughts? I don't have a lot of thoughts. I like the Daredevil show. Okay. It's a good show. Okay. Um, Disney Senior Vice President of Communication, Heather Hust, Heather Hust Riviera, is going to be leaving the company after almost 20 years. Yeah, this is another one of the JPEG uh, uh, people. She was the Senior Vice President of Communications at the Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution Group. Uh, and that was a group that was put together by Bob Chapek that took away a lot of the control from the creative folks. Uh, and she joins uh, Kareem Daniel, who was the chairman of the DMED group. Uh, uh, who left previously. So uh, slowly but surely, uh, Bob Chapek's cronies uh, are leaving the company. And as far as the uh, the Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution Group goes, uh, Bob Iger has said that he is going to be restructuring that and that the um, decisions uh, and and thought process is going back to the creative folks. Good. Where, where it belongs. Right. All right. How about some universal news where there's not really that big of a shakeup? Uh, Puss in Boots it has taken over Schwab's Pharmacy with three new specialty milkshakes. That's right. Schwab's Pharmacy is in Universal Studios, and uh, they have a new milk bar, uh, three new shakes at the milk bar in honor of the new Puss in Boots film. And they are three specialty milkshakes. And what are those milkshakes? They're Puss in, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is the name of the show. Uh, that is coming to theaters at Christmas time. And if we could actually get to the menu. I'm waiting. I'm waiting patiently. Yeah, it's taking forever. So there's the Kitty Soft Paws Tuxedo, which is cookies and cream, ice cream, hot fudge, Oreo crumbs with white chocolate paws. The Puss in Boots Cafe Con Leche, which is coffee and dulce de leche ice cream with chocolate covered espresso beans and caramel. And Peritos Minty Peanut Butter and Chip, Ew. which is a mint, ch- mint chip <laughs> ice cream with peanut butter, crushed Oreos, <laughs> sprinkles, and a dog bone. Uh, and each one of these new treats is named after a character in the film. I love mint chocolate chip, and I love peanut butter. But not together. Not at all. Hey, you got your peanut butter and my <laughs> Oreo chip. Those are not two great tastes that go great together. No. 13 new Harry Potter interactive wands have debuted at Ollivander's, including Florida Exclusive at 
Universal Orlando Resort. That's right. Ollivander's Wand Shop is in Universal Studios, right? It's over in Diagon Alley. Yes. Um, so they have 13 new wands. They are all $63 a piece. And uh, you can get them over at Ollivander's. Now, the um, exciting thing about this now is that I guess Universal has four exclusive wands, one for each park, uh, and, and these are based on international. So Universal Orlando has a, their own s exclusive wand, Universal Studios Hollywood, Universal Studios Japan, and Universal Beijing Resort have their own exclusive interactive wands. That's neat. So uh, if you're a wand collector, you might want to head over uh, to Universal and get some. What was the part about the Florida exclusive? Oh, because that's it's one different, of the four, I see. That's one of the four exclusives. That makes sense. Okay. Um, the Hello Kitty store at Universal Studios has reopened. I guess the floor's done. That's right. They have reopened with generic flooring. Oh, boo. Uh, we still know that this store is going to be rethemed and that they will be losing the Hello Kitty name and merchandise. It's sad. It's a cute store. Well, actually, it's going to keep the Hello Kitty name, but just get rid of a lot of the Hello Kitty merchandise. So I don't, I don't know why they would yeah, do that. That makes no sense. All right, It then. doesn't. Um... How do you say this one? Oh, more wine. The Pteranodon flies. Pteranodon is not spelled easily. I'm not a huge dinosaur fan, so I have not been researching my dinosaurs. All right. Well, the story is the Pteranodon Flyers have closed indefinitely at Universal's Islands of Adventure, and that is a glider style. Uh, I'm going to say it's like a glider coaster. I don't know that it's a co coaster. It's, well, it's yeah, on a yes. track. It is. Yeah. yeah, but it's up. Yeah, it's up above. It's, it's suspended. It's so fun, and you can only go on it if you have little kids. Like mm -hmm. adults can't go on it by themselves, or like right. You have to have a child with you. Which yeah, I think under is fun. a certain under a certain height. So I mean, or under I a certain age, you have to be like under thirteen. I fit the height requirement, Stop. but I'm, yes. I'm too old. Right. Um, so the attraction shut down unexpectedly on December fourth, and it has not reopened since. Uh, there is no rumor uh, there uh, as to why they're closed. Um, but there were some guests evacuated by the fire department that morning. Um, but, uh, still it has not, uh, opened. So it sounds like, um, it's a little longer I delay think, than, than I think normal. they tend to have trouble with that attraction. Right. Uh, and that is a, a ride that is perfect for younger guests, not ready for big kid thrills. I'm not ready for big kid thrills and they won't let me on it. I know. It's a fun ride and I want to borrow like my niece or nephew to go We on got it. to do it when the kids were little and that yep. was that. That was the end of that. All right. Uh, the Orlando Epic Universe Park is right on track uh, to where it's supposed to be for development. That's right. And this is according to uh, NBC Universal CEO Jeff Schell. He says that the, that the park itself is on track to open by the summer of 2025. Uh, and uh, it is on track and everything looks good. And uh, yeah, that's that's the big news. Okay. So it was originally expected to open in 2023, but that was, of course, before COVID knocked everything down. Right. Um, analysts are still concerned that, you know, supply chain issues may cause the park to be delayed. But NBC Universal uh, CEO seems to think otherwise. No, that's good. And he should know, right? Yep. All right. Do you have any final words? Nope. All right. Then uh, let me fill up Cheryl's wine glass. <laughs> and until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.